Okay. The thing everybody knows about William Howard Taft is he was really fat. He weighed uh, at least 330 pounds. And at one point, he got into a bathtub at the White House and he got stuck and he had to get help to get out. That's what everyone talks about, about William Howard Taft. Taft himself was one of these people who didn't actually really want to be president. Um, he loved constitutional law, and his dream was to be on the Supreme Court. Um, but at least the way the story is told, his wife was very ambitious and encouraged him um, to run for office. And so he ends up when encouraged by Roosevelt. Roosevelt sees Taft as non-threatening. He doesn't, and Roosevelt is already thinking, I'll probably come back and, and pull a Grover Cleveland at some point. So let's leave it with someone who I can trust that no one will like them more than me. And it's, it's like some mean girl thing with your ugly best friend. <laughs> but it turns out that William Howard Taft doesn't really agree with Teddy Roosevelt on a lot of important issues. Um, most notably... Um, he is much more pro-business, and he starts being closer to the trusts that Teddy Roosevelt has made his name breaking. And Teddy Roosevelt like hears about this via telegram or the news while he's like out shooting animals, and he complains about it and gets upset about it and tells how William Hard Taft to stop doing it, and William Hard Taft doesn't really listen. And in part, it's because Taft is much closer to the Republican like establishment political machine. Roosevelt's a wild card, clearly. He does whatever he wants. Think about it. We had this whole series of presidents who were really hands-off, pro-business, pretty corrupt. You can see why you love Teddy Roosevelt at that point, uh, who's just like, I'm going to bust heads in. You know, you know why? Because I'm a man, and I'm going to take on big business. I'm going to tackle them and destroy them, and I don't care if they hate me. Anyway, um, he gets stuck in a bathtub. The Titanic sinks. I don't think they're related. And William Howard Taft um, is popular with the Republicans, Republican Party, but they're not, he's not popular with the most popular Republican, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt comes back from Africa after Taft finishes his first term and says, I want my job back. And Taft says, it's my job now. And at first, Roosevelt's like, I'm going to challenge you for the Republican nomination. And basically, the Republicans in Congress say, no, we're going to stick with Taft. And so then Teddy Roosevelt, being the wild card that he is, says, well, then I'm forming my own political party. And they're like, what is your political party called? And he said, it's called the Bull Moose Party. <laughs> Not kidding. It was called, technically, it was called the Progressive Party. But he told everyone it was called the Bull Moose because he was going to be like a big moose that would, I don't know, whatever moose do, push people out of the way. So at this point, people don't vote for the nomination. The nomination is just decided by Congress or by the well, party? By the parties, yeah. yeah. There's not a... There, and, and party leaders. The party leaders, yeah. There's, there's a system by which delegates are chosen for the conventions. And there's people still argue that we don't choose the people, but Donald Trump is a good example of people, and Barack Obama to some extent. <clears throat> when did we start voting for the nomination? Uh, officially 1972 is usually the, is the date where it got a lot more democratic. In the 60s, there were primaries, um, and even before, that were like symbolic, but it becomes like a really rigorous process in, in the 70s. Because the nomination system has sounded really sketchy so far. 
very sketchy. But let's remember that the founding fathers didn't want anyone to vote for the president at all. They wanted it to be decided by a group of elite men who would be chosen by a group of people who were voted for by an also small group of people. They thought it was really dangerous for the president to be chosen by regular people. Because what if the people chose a crazy demagogue? But what happened in 1912 was that Taft and Roosevelt are both running. The Republican Party is still by far, you know, the dominant party. But you have two Republicans, the president and his vice president, running against each other. And everyone's like, if you both run, you're going to split the Republican vote. So back out. And Teddy Roosevelt says, I'm not backing out. And William Howard Taft says, I'm not backing out. And so we get a Democrat. Um, a guy who grew up in the South, owned slaves, um, or at least his parents owned slaves, um, super racist, also a boy genius who had become a professor at Princeton when he was like 24 and became the president of Princeton in his 30s, um, and therefore had this combination of like northern kind of elite support and southerners loved that he was super racist and said, I'm going to put this stuff into practice. Probably wouldn't have ever become president, that guy, if it hadn't been for Teddy and Taft not being able to get their stuff together. And then we would never have president Woodrow Wilson.